It's the beginning of 2017, and for most of us who are involved in psychosomatic training, that means the subspecialty MET, where we find out which psychosomatic fellows will be joining us next year. In a larger sense, the match also gives us a window into the future of our field. In the aftermath of the match, we're often doing our best to read the tea leaves of trends, to see how well we are doing in our attempts to attract the best and brightest into our field. Here to help us understand how the match played out for us this year are the chair and co-chair of our Fellowship Education Subcommittee, Madeline Becker and Sajal Shaw. When they are not busy with APM business, they're also directing their own fellowships. Madeline is the program director for the Psychosomatic Medicine Fellowship at Jefferson University in Philadelphia, and Sajal is the director at the Brigham Women's Hospital here in Boston. Sajo and Madeline, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Glad yeah. to participate. As we know, psychosomatic medicine made the decision a few years back to become part of the formal match as something that most of the psychiatric specialties are not doing. So can you remind us what was the rationale at the time for making this change? And I think, Madeline, do you want to start that one? Sure. Yeah. Prior to the match and the organization that that provided, like timelines with rules and regulations, the recruitment process was largely chaotic and very rushed. The applicants would interview and then were offered positions sometimes on the day of the interview. Um, and then subsequently they were rushed into accepting these offers for fear of losing a spot. This process prevented applicants from having the opportunity to look at different programs and really consider where they were interested in training. So we entered the match to try to make it, I guess you could call it a more level playing field. Applicants can then interview wherever they want. No one is allowed to offer spots because of the match regulations until the match is calculated. So it largely makes the process much more organized and um, allows it equal and even for all applicants and really for program directors as well. Uh, given that, so, you know, how were the match results this year and uh, how did they compare to last year, uh, Sajal? Yeah, so psychosomatic medicine has been participating in the match for the past three years. And the match results, although comparable to one another during this time, definitely leave room for increased recruitment. So just to give you a sense, this year, 46.2% of programs went unfilled, which equates to 70 positions, as compared with 41.2% last year, or 73 positions. The number of certified programs has steadily increased, um, albeit slowly, um, although this does show an improvement. Um, in the subspecialty, I think. So with 50 certified programs in 2015, 51 in 2016, and 52 this year. The number of unmatched applicants this year was three. So based on these numbers, it's pretty easy to see that we have some work to do in terms of recruitment. Do you think that being part of the formal match has a, you know, had any effect on our ability to recruit quality applicants, uh, Madeline? You know, it's really hard to know because we don't have formal statistics before 2014-15 year before the match actually began. So it's it's hard to know. I mean, the numbers have been steady since the match. Um, I think that it doesn't affect the quality of the applicants that we're recruiting. Um, if anything, I think that it's made the process much more organized. But I, I think that's mainly how it's it's affected the process. I don't think it's affected the quality, no. And, you know, recently the NRMP, by the way, has floated the idea of changing the psychiatry subspecialty match dates to a few weeks earlier. Uh, that would affect both child psychiatry and psychosomatic medicine. Uh, do you have any sense from fellow program directors what the feeling is about this proposed change? 
Yeah, so uh, let me start with just by talking about what the pro those proposed dates would be. Um, so essentially, this would move the match timeline to about two to three weeks earlier than it is now. So for the coming year, this would mean that the rank order list would open on October 25th, um, when it was usually opening about the, the beginning of, of the second week of November. The rank order list deadline would be November 29th of 2017, and match day would be moved from January up to December 13th of 2017. So this proposed idea was sent to our fellowship director email listserv earlier this month, and the overwhelming responses indicated significant trepidation about moving up the dates for the match. The cited concerns included compressing the time available for applicants to travel and interview at numerous programs. Some even thought that this would push applicants to remain at their local institutions. The timing of the rank order list deadline being immediately following the Thanksgiving holiday was also listed as a concern, given the need for program faculty members to have sufficient time to discuss applicants and finalize rank lists. And additionally, it would come soon after the annual academy meeting where networking often leads to application submissions and interviews. There were some pros to the change, including being on par with the timeline for other subspecialties within psychiatry, such as addictions, geriatrics, and forensics, as well as other medicine and sur surgery fellowships. There is some concern that our field may be losing applicants to other fellowships given their earlier timelines. And additionally, an earlier match date may allow unmatched applicants a greater opportunity to seek a fellowship position or a faculty position in time for July 1st. So this was also discussed during a recent meeting of the Fellowship Education Subcommittee of APM, and our overall recommendation will be to avoid changing the timeline given the significant concerns. Here's the big question. What are your both your thoughts uh, you know, on how we can increase recruitment to our field? Um, why don't we start with Sajal? Okay. Um, so, you know, with with some of the other um, things that we've discussed, I think it's pretty clear that we have some work to do in terms of um, increasing recruitment to the field. Um, as most of you likely know, there has been a longstanding controversy about whether the, the name psychosomatic medicine fully captures the efforts of psychiatrists who practice within our field. There has been a push to change the name of our specialty for this reason with the hopeful added benefit of increasing recruitment. We think that branding of our subspecialty is an important factor to help generate interest um, in our uh, younger colleagues and also to define the nature of our work, and that this is particularly important for medical students and psychiatry residents who are considering a fellowship. I want to add that one of our other main strategies besides um, name change is to increase in increasing recruitment is to try to open up our application for fellowship to more trainees. At current, our subspecialty does not allow exceptionally qualified applicants, and this includes qualified trainees from ACGME internationally accredited programs and DO residents to qualify for ACGME fellowship training or for board certification in psychosomatic medicine. We know that there are a significant number of these individuals who are interested in this postgraduate training and an increased need for medically trained psychiatrists. This year's numbers really show us that we need to expand our pool of applicants, and we're hoping that there will be a change in the future in these requirements, which will allow and then serve as a path for interested and qualified applicants to apply and train in our subspecialty field. So a lot of work to do, a lot of food for thought. Thank you very, very much, Angel Shaw, Madeline Becker, for your thoughts on this. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. <laughs>